Hello. Hello, and welcome to episode three of LMNOP, the podcast about everyone's favorite television show, Bob's Elementary. Burger. What? Elementary. We're still doing, it's the podcast about elementary. But have you seen Bob's Burgers? Yeah, it's good. So let's do that. No. Okay. Episode three, season one, is called Child Predator. Uh, title's not great. Uh... I will say right off the bat, this episode does not have any um, sexual stuff. There's The victims are children, but it's uh, just violence. <laughs> it's just kidnapping. Just right. Yeah. Um, it's kid. It's kidnapping. Yes, it's kidnapping. Um, but but for real, if that's a that's a trigger, that's this episode is just got murder. Anyway, very well handled by me. Moving right along. I am... Val Flight Cub, a.k.a. Joan 100 Squatson. <laughs> and I just woke up, but I'm here to play. My name is Alec, a.k.a. Balloony Tunes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. So, let's just get right into it. Uh, I think, I think like, I feel like the pilot episode we were like, what did you think of the episode? But it's always just like. I liked it. Good, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think, honestly, going into this one, I, I was a little hesitant uh, to watch it because it, it's one of a few episodes that I have seen multiple times. Um, however, at the end of the episode, I was like, oh, it's not actually a bad episode. I just, I've seen it more recently. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a perfectly good episode. Mm-hmm. And I think Sherlock does some really great Sherlocking um, <laughs> this episode, so. Yeah. Yeah. I hated it. <laughs> Just kidding. This is the episode that is the reason that I wanted to do this podcast. Yes, it is. It is. This is a moment I have been telling people about for years. Or this this episode contains a moment that I've been talking about since I saw it. So, at the beginning of the episode, we, we open the episode with a flashback to 2005, Brooklyn. A little boy named Adam um, is walking on the street and uh, a car comes up and is like hey you know me i'll give you a ride to school and he is kidnapped and um as the car drives away you see that he has left behind a bunch of balloons that say thank you thanks yeah yeah the, the balloons are in the in the back seat and and adam asks what are those for and the the man driving the car re- simply responds they're for your parents mm-hmm. so then we're in present day and um sherlock once again, season one, Sherlock is shirtless. Woo! <laughs> he is um, sitting in his um, in the study, and he's uh, poring over papers all around him. And uh, Joan comes downstairs, and she's like, "Did you not go to sleep?" And he's like, "Nope, I've been revisiting old cases." And Joan is like, "But you, we were gonna jog together this morning." Joan again with a jogging. She's like, lo- "Give it a rest." Jog. Yeah. yeah. And by it, I mean your feet. <laughs> just take a walk. Just, n- well, I don't know about that. Walking's easier on your feet. Well, how come every time I go for a walk, I'm, my feet are bleeding by the end of it? <laughs> That's because I put glass shards in your slippers. Damn. Yeah. I thought it'd be a joke. Uh, I'm just learning about jokes. So, Joan, was like you promised, you, you said that we would jog. You agreed with me that jogging would be good for your sobriety. And he said- if I say I agree with you, it means I am not listening. <laughs> and 
she's like, you know, it'd be really great is jazzercise. Get you some some little leg warmers. And he's like, I agree with you. <laughs> and now I'm just like, I feel robbed that we never got that. Yeah. Yeah, like, Sherlock, can you just for a minute put your childish ways behind you so that good, uh, wholesome people like Valerie and myself can enjoy some jazzercise television? Yeah, I would love to watch people jazzercise. I mean, that's why I always bought all those exercise tapes. I didn't realize you were supposed to do it along with it. You're just like, wow. I just like watching it. Fascinating. What a a great coordination these people have. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, you know, you you don't sit down and and watch Sunday night football while playing a game. Exactly. It's exactly the same. Yeah. So, Joan is like, okay, what case are you pouring over? What case are you looking at that made you stay up all night? Because Sherlock is like, yeah, I'm not jogging with you. I'm going to keep looking at this. And it was a case from 2005 while Sherlock was in London, which, of course, is the, the crime that we saw the flashback of. Mm-hmm. Um, which this show came out in 2012. So this was seven years earlier. And Joan is like, oh, yeah, I remember this case. Um, this this guy, the balloon man, you know, who leaves behind the balloons. He has he, he's uh, abducted six kids. And Sherlock says, actually, it's seven kids because I heard it on my police scanner last night that another kid was taken in the same way. Mm. She's like, Wait, but so you haven't been assigned the case. And Sherlock's like, no, but I will be. She's like, oh, well, you know, obviously uh, it's going to have to go through the police commissioner and uh, they're going to have to make sure it's all okay. And, and he needs three minutes for his morning coffee, uh, six minutes for his uh, morning duty. Um, so I, I'll be getting the call uh, very soon. And then the phone rings mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. I also noticed um, with his shirt off, he has a uh, Sherlock has a Scorpio tattoo. Like a tattoo of the zodiac sign for Scorpio. Hmm. Do you know anything about zodiac signs? I'm an Aries. That's it. That's that's what okay. I know. Yep. Yeah. All right. I I don't even know when when Scorpio is. No, me neither. Currently, Scorpio season in Animal Crossing because Tarantula uh, season just ended. <laughs> Stupid. Hmm. So they go to the crime scene, and um, Sherlock is wearing. What is he wearing? He's wearing a beautiful 100% cotton t-shirt underneath uh, a vest. It's a vest. It's a vest and a t-shirt. Hell yeah. T-shirt and dress vest. That's a look. It is a look. As they uh, enter the property, Sherlock is like, hmm, a vine is broken here. Probably from the kid while she was being kidnapped. And they go inside. Belle is like, that's a good sign. That means that she's a fighter. And and Sherlock, being the human connection that everyone loves and craves for, is like, yeah, that would be great. You know, if little girls had any chance of fighting off full-grown men. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, So they go in and the parents are in their living room and they're about to go on TV and, you know, talk to the news, talk right into the camera and beg for, you know, the girl to be returned and Sherlock's like you can't do this and they're like uh we're on in five four three two one and um Sherlock grabs a a paint can in the other from the other room and just sprays it right on the camera because it would be deadly for them to go on 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 tv Mm -hmm. because the more they're on tv he has found a correlation that the more the parents are on tv the faster the kids are their bodies are found, basically. You know, this is a real fun, fun, goofy episode so far. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I keep I keep being like, well, I can't make a joke about that. Yeah. yeah. Sherlock says, you know, if you want your daughter back, you have to do as I tell you. He says, you have to start patting your head 
and start rubbing your belly. But you have to do it at the same time. <laughs> While standing on one foot. While standing on one foot and hopping up and down. And Joan's just like, well, he's the expert. He's you the gotta, expert. You gotta listen to him. Mm-hmm. So Joan has, um, has read up on the cases as well. So Joan is investigating with Sherlock, but but anytime she tries to say anything to him, he like brushes her off and, and shushes her. And it's basically like how this works is I need to observe everything and then I'll need to talk it out. So I can talk to you, but you can't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Every time she pipes up with something, he's like, now, he sees a wine bottle in the fridge, and he's like, wow, your mistress from Long Island. Whoa, who is she? And the dad's like, what? In fuck? <laughs> so the the dad had said, oh, I went out to the bodega to buy a bottle of wine, and that's when the um, kidnapper took our daughter. And Sherlock is like, this is, that's a lie. It's a lie. Because wine bottles and bodegas have the caps on the top because it makes it easier to stack. So the- It has, has the sticker, the price sticker. What did I say? You said the cap. <laughs> the said, cap oh, right on the top? Yeah. has the cap on the top. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas other places- Yeah, as opposed to like squeezy bottles of wine <laughs> that, that are stacked upside down. <laughs> yeah, like a, a Gatorade water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> or a ketchup bottle. <laughs> So, yeah, so he's like, the, there's a tag on the bottom of this wine, which means you're a liar. And also, you know, what's her name? And he's like, what are you talking about? Sherlock is like, well, okay, so you had mail redirected from Long Island that was, you know, from a long stay hotel. You have two sets of a bunch of stuff, like lemon zesters and stuff in the kitchen, which mm-hmm. means there was a time where you moved out and now you're back. So you probably had to, but move but on. you had a, but you brought back with you your your lemon zester and whisk, <laughs> right? Which I don't know a bachelor pad has a has a lemon zester. Well, hey, some bachelors love zesty lemons. Mm-hmm. You make a good point. Thanks. Are you one of those people who is not married but likes lemon zesters? No, fuck lemons and fuck zesters. You're really not supposed to do that. It's not good for you. <laughs> It stings, but I like it. Yeah, you have to do it in the right order, too. Because if you did the zester and then the lemon, that's, I mean, it's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> you hate I it? I hate this! You hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got all these details, and he, so he's like, you know, I know that you had a mistress, that you and you moved to Long Island, and you guys separated. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, yes, the coworker I used to date while we were separated, like, called me and I went outside just to tell her that it's over and, like, she should stop calling me and stuff. And Sherlock is like, okay, well, your mistress could be a witness, so. Yeah, I, I love I love how idiot husband is like, I, what does it even matter? She obviously didn't do it, so why do I have to tell you these things? And, and Sherlock's like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe she saw something. Yeah, which, spoiler, for next the next scene, she did. What? 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 Surprise. Well, what could she possibly have seen? Oh, just everything. She, she so she was parked next to the the guys next to the family's house and saw a van almost hit her. She almost got hit by this brown van, and so they're like, okay, so this is the guy, this is the brown van, because he was clearly in a rush because the other victims had been drugged, and if the little girl had 
been able to fight back and grab the vines since she wasn't drugged. And there's a lot of Sherlock deductions in this one. There, there really is, which again is something I, I really like about it. And, and and a lot of the things that he figures out isn't because of one little thing. Mm-hmm. It's usually like a handful of things. Yeah. Which, that like don't mean anything really separately. But yeah. Like he, he knew exactly what time all of this happened because the night before he was listening to the police scanner and on a separate unrelated call, a, a police car went to this neighborhood or the neighborhood over. So the kidnapper heard the sirens and must have got spooked and, and was trying to hurry up. That's why the, the girl wasn't drugged. Right. That's why he was trying to escape quickly. Mm-hmm. That's why he almost hit that woman's car. So they're looking for a brown van for the, in the neighborhood or people that saw a brown van. Sherlock sees this car and he's like, ta-da, I found it. And Joan is like, that is a blue sedan. <laughs> that is not a brown van. And he's like, yes, but there's this big streak on it of paint, of brown paint, where it got sideswiped. Maybe by a kidnapper van who is in a hurry. And it's also like a parked car that's got skid marks from being smushed a couple of inches sideways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there are tickets on the uh, on the car, so he knows it hasn't been moved recently. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there are the skid marks, so something moved it. Yeah. So we know that this uh, sideswiping didn't happen somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But the, the sideswipe, importantly, of course, does have the brown paint from the brown van, but there's also... Uh, white and blue paint mixed in towards the end of the swipe. And as Sherlock points out, it's a very specific white and blue of the NYPD. So it's a decommissioned police van that got bought at auction and painted brown. Mm -hmm. So they put out a bolo. Bolo tie. They put on a bolo tie and they- Which looks great with his vest. (laughs) Well, it would be silly to have a regular tie and a t-shirt and a vest. Yeah, that'd be ridiculous. Ridiculous. Better to have a string with a coin on it. <laughs> did you ever wear a tie in middle school? Um, I did speech, as in speech and debate, except debates for nerds. So pretty much every Saturday, or, or at least, you know, like a, a dozen or so over the course of the year, I had uh, speech tournaments where you would dress up for that. I meant did you ever wear a t-shirt and a tie? Well, you asked about a tie, but no, I would never wear a tie with a t-shirt. Sounds like you're not cool enough to have done that because I did and I was pretty fucking cool, so. Oh, I love you. Love you too. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure you looked very cool. I did That's a couple nice. things in like in high school where I was trying to like change up my fashion sense and and every one when I looked back on even just a few months later I was like, "Yeah, why did I do that?" Mm. Now you make no fashion decisions at all. <laughs> yeah. And now I just rely on my good looks. Like, I didn't have them back in high school. I didn't have a beard. That's all it is. Is that your good looks? Yeah. Is that the nickname for your beard is my good looks. <laughs> my good looks, yeah. Stop pulling on my good looks. Uh, I hate when I get ice cream caught in my good looks. So they put out the bolo for this brown van that used to be blue and white. And Joan and Sherlock have this conversation in the police station where Sherlock says, look, it's important that you're there because, you know, I've found that talking through my cases is is really helpful. It's really valuable for working it through. Mm-hmm. And he says, "I in London, I tried talking to a phrenology bust that I had named Angus, and it didn't really work. I prefer the animate conversational partners to the inanimate ones. And Joan is like, wow, thank you so much. You like me better than a cardboard cutout of a person. 
It's so sweet. So, yeah. I feel really special. Yeah. So, um, Angus is very important, not because of the show or not because of the this episode, but he is actually our podcast art mm-hmm. because Angus makes a few appearances uh, later in the- Like, he's, he sticks around. Yeah, he does. You'll, you'll see him in the background of a lot of stuff. Fun fact, my dad, when I was a little baby, wanted to name me Angus. <laughs> You could have had the same name as a phrenology bust. Yeah. Funner fact, my mom said no, so thank you, mom. <laughs> Shout out to the fact that your mom has good taste in names. Well. Fine. Okay, taste in names. <laughs> Spelling is a different question. It's a pain in the butt. All I want is a souvenir mug with my name on it, and I'm, it's never going to happen. They don't make Alec ones? They don't make Alexander with a CZ instead of an X. I know, but they don't make Alec ones? But I'm not- I, Does nickname? Yeah. You don't want a nickname? Also, no. They they really don't make Alec ones. Well, as a person named Valerie, I know your pain. Do you? My son is also named Bort. So the bolo uh, returns a match. They found the van. Mm. They're chasing it down. Mew, 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 mew. And um, they corner it. And they uh, somebody jumps out of it and is running away. And they, they tackle him. Dude, Bell body slams this guy. <laughs> Just like Bell would, would have been or could have been a fantastic uh, cornerback. Cornerback? Yeah, cornerback. It's, it's who uh, does a lot of um, – open field tackling in uh, football. I thought you were just saying quarterback, sadly. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, he no. would have made a great quarterback. <laughs> quarterback? Cornerback. No, no. Cornerback. Mm. They're the ones lined up opposite of wide receivers. Anyway. Oh, right. Yeah. Opposite of the wide receivers. Yeah. I was thinking of three quarters back. <laughs> Uh, that's a safety valve. Come on. Get There's a the quarterback, game. a halfback, and a fullback. There should be a three-quarters back. I'm impressed that you knew those. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he we're going to hockey now. He body checks this guy. Clack. He, and then they pull his hood back. They're like, wait a minute. Wait a second. This is a, a, this a 17-year-old boy. 19. 19-year-old boy. They're like, wait, this kid would have been a kid when the first kid was abducted. Yeah, so he couldn't have abducted that first kid. And somehow Sherlock is the only one to put it together of like, this is the first kid. Yeah, he's like, just look at the birthmark on his neck that looks like a heart. It looks like a cartoon heart. Did no one else? Look at this. I mean, why I mean, am I the only one paying attention? Yeah, they, and they do fingerprinting and everything, and it turns out it is him. Or he at least has the same fingers. So, no, it is him. I mean, it could be either. So Adam is not talking. They're interviewing him, and he's not talking. And Joan is like, well, Stockholm Syndrome is a thing. Here's how it works. And they're like, you're very wise, Joan. Um, but they say it not in a shitty way. <laughs> and Sherlock is like, all right, well, let me take a swing at it. Let me talk to him. I'm not a cop. Maybe he'll like me better because of that. Again, the whole not a cop angle is really helping out. And so Sherlock tells a story of when he went to boarding school. He was a, just a little baby boy. And he was an asshole. <laughs> because he, he's always been an asshole. Yeah. And uh, he had a bully. He had a really terrible bully. bully. Named Dra- Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who picked on him all the time. Despite him being ridiculously rich. Yeah. Just like Harry Potter. Yeah, actually. <laughs> um, and, and uh, you know, Sherlock is saying that that even though he was being picked on by this guy, this was the only person at the school that, that ever paid him any attention. Mm-hmm. 
So he, he protected him when the t- teacher asked him, you know, who hurt him. He said, oh, I fell down the stairs. And and Joan asks him later if any of this is true. And he's like, well, I went to boarding school. Yeah. Uh, he also notices that Adam has a, a cut on his hand. And Adam says he tried to open the window in his room, but it broke because the window was jammed. Yeah, it's actually, honestly, like, it's so sad. The, the guy that plays Adam is, is really a fantastic actor. I, I think he really nails this performance really really well because C- you, you you feel for him and he, he's like yeah you know I, yeah i want to open my window in, in in my room and and i i cut myself on it and i hurt myself and, and balloon man he probably doesn't call him balloon man but but balloon man came and and he helped me you know he bandaged my hand he, he made me feel better Hmm. Basically, right after this happened, after Adam says this, they're yanked from the interview room because Adam Kemper's parents have gotten him a lawyer. The parents are like, we're going to get a deal from the DA for immunity for anything that, you know, Balloon Man may have caused Adam to do. Mm -hmm. Another thing that Adam had said in their little interview was, Balloon Man takes care of me. Again, he's not calling him Balloon Man, but um, he's like, he took care of me. Every morning he brings home donuts for me. Mm -hmm. And Sherlock is like, that means he works nights. Right. And so they go home and they go to investigate that. And so Joan is like, do you really think that's enough? Because literally, like, they're, now their pool is instead of every man in New York City, it's every man in New York City who works nights. Nice. So they have these huge crates of paper and Sherlock is going to go through all of them. Just just staying up and continuing to, to do this. And Joan is like... Well, it's for a good cause. So, I, I, yes, I'll help you. I'll look through some of them, too. And he's like, no, it has to be me. It has to be my brain. Um, but she's like, okay, well, I will help you stay up. And he's like, great. Coffee is over there. Yeah. She's like, nope. And this is the moment. This is the 30 seconds of this television show with seven seasons that convinced me I have to make an entire podcast. <laughs> I, I need to create hours of content around this show because this fucking moment is so <laughs> it's so good. I just scared the dog. You mean our producer? Our producer, Balto, got a little, he probably had a weird little moment in his dream, his little dog dream. Suddenly someone was like, you're a good boy. <laughs> oh, the idea that his dreams would have people in them. I don't know why that's funny to me. Um, If I found out that I was never in any of Balto's dreams, I would be a little disappointed. What if you were in his dreams, but you were a dog? Okay, I would love that. That's yeah, adorable. Yeah. That, is, that is so cute. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's so cute. He probably figured he was a dog. Aww. <laughs> I, love, I love him so much. I hope, he, I hope we run around together and chase squirrels together. But I sniff his butt a lot. Oh my god. Because I don't in real life, so he probably wants me to in his dreams. Yeah, he's like, why don't you ever say hello to me? He's like, why will you fart in my face, but you will never <laughs> sniff my butt. <laughs> That's not a joke, folks. Anyway, dog dreams aside, this moment rules. And it is what sets Elementary apart from BBC Sherlock. It is what sets it apart from a lot of Sherlock and Watson content mm-hmm. that exists in media. Because so much of the time, Watson is like the rolling their eyes, like, oh my, fine, oh, here he goes again, kind of character. And it's like, he's being dragged along because he secretly likes it, or I don't know, just like being around Sherlock makes him feel cool or something. But but generally, a lot of the times, like the Sherlock is a nuisance to the Watson, mm-hmm. one way or another. And I think that, I mean, I think that's why people ship the BBC Sherlock and Watson so much is because like- they 
always have that negative energy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is not a podcast about them. This is about Joan Watson and Sherlock Holmes. So she's like, oh no, I'm not going to make coffee. I'm going to show you something. And Sherlock is like, huh? And- <laughs> she's like, is it? how you're going to make up. <laughs> and Joan does this move. She like stands like shoulder width apart and she like squats and like crosses her arms in a little X in front of her and then like brings him back out while she's like. <sighs> and she's, she does this a couple times and Sherlock is like, what? are you doing? And she's like, this is what I used to do in med school. And I have the exact quote. I don't know why. I think it's because I've watched this moment so many times, mm-hmm. but I like really like the way that she delivers it. She goes, when I was crying for a test and I was tired, I would do a hundred of these, kept me from falling asleep. I was valedictorian. I'm just saying. <laughs> and he looks at her for a minute with his like, what are you doing face? And then he lines up, he stands next to her and he starts doing them too. Woo! It's so good. He appreciates her. Yeah. And she's so down to just like be like do what he's doing. Like she's she's like, okay, you're going to stay up all night. Like I shouldn't try to, you know, a normal person would need to sleep, but you're not a normal person. Fine. Mm. We'll, we'll go with it. I love their appreciation for each other. And I feel like this is the moment that it goes from like my sober companion is kind of annoying, but I tolerate her. And, you know, my sober charge is a menace. Mm hmm. But he has an interesting job to being like, we're a team, kind of. This is the beginning of that. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, there, there are hints of that in the first couple episodes, like when, when uh, in the pilot, when Joan asks, you know, where were you last night? And, and Sherlock gives gives her a little look. Mm-hmm. They, you know, there's some stuff like leading up to the- them working together and, mm-hmm. and and him taking her more more seriously than than anyone else in his life. Mm-hmm. But, but I feel like this is- I agree. This this is the the moment where he's just like, I respect you. Yeah. I I I value you, and and I will I will listen to you. Yeah. And and Joan being like, you know, she can help him, but she doesn't need to erase who he is. Hmm. It's such a good moment of television. <laughs> I love it so much. So they do that, and um, and then they Joan eventually falls asleep because she's a human. <laughs> <laughs> And Sherlock wakes her up. Watch on! Like, screams in her face. Because <laughs> she's, like, asleep at the table. <laughs> and he's like, I figured something out. The balloon man switched jobs. He mm-hmm. used to be an exterminator. But between victims three and four, he switched to being a delivery man for this paper that, you know, the current victim's family also receives. Whoa. So now I'm on the phone with the paper people to see who is the driver in charge of that route. I also like when he when he does these kind of things where little white lies, little little manipulations in order to uh, get information. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they probably want to just give out the name of an employee because they possibly murdered somebody. Right. But Sherlock calls them and tells them that he wants to uh, tip the uh, paper delivery yes. man. And so he tells Joan all this. And he's finally, you know, he's been on hold and he's finally taken off of hold. And Joan like grabs a pen and like tosses it to him. And he grabs it and like writes down the address. And it was just another moment of like, they're on the same team. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was working really- together. <laughs> so the delivery man who is, they suspect the balloon man is named Samuel Abbott. Mm-hmm. And-, and Samuel Abbott is also on the list of uh, people that worked for the uh, exterminating company that, that had fumigated the first couple victims' homes. So it's, it's very clearly this guy. He worked at both of these places. Yes. 
They go to Samuel Abbott's mom's house, which was his house that was his, you know, residence on record. And the there's like a, it's like the SWAT team, but not SWAT. It's like the police version of SWAT. And they go into the house and these dudes are always so dumb. Like they always have to be told to go back and like look at something that's like significant. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're going through the house and, and the whole apartment is cleared out. There's nothing in any of the rooms. There's no people anywhere. And then there's one room that has a bunch of fucking balloons floating in the middle of it. And Sherlock has to be the like Sherlock or Gregson has to be like, wait, wait, wait. What are those balloons? Like, go back. Right. And the guys, like, go go back and look at it. And it's balloons that say, congrats. Like, congrats to the police for finding this place. You did it. You did it. Except not. And um, there's a little thumb drive on there. So, they plug the thumb drive in to just the police computer. Because whatever. Just yeah. whatever is in there is probably fine. It's fine. And they were right because it's a video. But, like, come on. And it's a video of Samuel Abbott. And he's like, you have my son. Give him back to me or I'll kill the current victim who he still has uh, abducted. Mm-hmm. Then um, Mariana is the girl's name. Mariana's parents are like, okay, great. Take, make the trade. What's complicated about that? Sounds, sounds good. Sounds like we got it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they're like, no, we can't, we can't do that. Yeah. Ter- it turns out police don't just uh, trade victims of abuse for other victims of abuse. Yeah. This is also the, the captain says the department <laughs> and I had to, re- I rewound. Do you, do you remember me rewinding? Like yeah, 10 was, seconds. Yeah. That moment. It's because I was like, did I mishear him or did he say the department? Department, yeah. And he did. He said the department. I'm the New York police cop guy. Yeah. I'm the cap. I'm captain in here. <laughs> so they, they're like, okay, we have to figure, so- figure out something else. And Mariana's parents are like, okay, but if you fuck this up, we're going to fuck you up. Bye. Then this is where Sherlock acknowledges the moment that we, you and I, Alec, Mm-hmm. have already acknowledged, which is just even better because Sherlock is such a closed off person normally, but he, this is the first time I think he makes himself actually vulnerable to to Joan vocally because he says to her, thank you for accommodating me last night. You know, I, I saw you, you know, putting up with the difficult process of a difficult person and it, you know, meant something to me that you, or I don't, he didn't say that, but he was like. But he, he, he basically said like, that's, that's very rare. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't deal with people that can deal with me mm-hmm. very often. And even that teach him something useful. He says, uh, you know, I might even listen to you in the future. Not if you tell me to jog, but in general, <laughs> you know, your thoughts on cases, which is important because cases is what, detect- is what detectives look at, investigators. As well as lawyers when they look in brief cases. Moving on. <laughs> Sherlock revisits Adam and is like, you got to take the deal. You got to, you got to, you got to tell us where your, your kid- kidnapper is. And Adam's like, he's my dad. But, you know, I did, I did help take the others. So, you know, can I, uh, do you think that if I give you guys my, the information on it, you know, like, will that make up for what I did? And Sherlock is like, no, but you should do it anyway. Yeah. It, Sherlock is, is very fascinating to me about when he decides to lie to people. Because mm-hmm. he will, he will definitely, he'll lie to you in order to get something out of you. Mm-hmm. But then there are a lot of times where it seems like, yeah, if you just lie to this person and tell them what they want to hear, you might have an easier time dealing with them. And and those are the times where Sherlock's like, nope, I'm going to tell you the truth now. Yeah. I mean, I think Adam would have no- I, I don't think Adam would have believed him if he had said, yes, all of your sins will be washed away if you do this. Yeah. You know? But it's still it's still a harsh or hard thing to say. Not necessarily a mean thing to say, but realistic, I guess. Yeah. It's unique. They find Samuel's apartment and he's in there with the kidnapped girl and he is like holding her um, as a human. 
human shield and then he's like tell Adam I'm sorry and he shoots himself um, and he's dead and Sherlock is like this is weird like this is the guy that totally you know dominated Adam made him do all these horrible things and he just looks like feeble and he has these like spinal fusion surgery scars and a back brace and like Mm -hmm. could he really be that you know much stronger no wonder he needed Adam to help him right and then they look through the rest of the house well so you know how when there's a balloon present in Animal Crossing you hear the like yeah. So there's that exact sound. And Sherlock is like, what the heck? And he looks up. He brings, he takes out a slingshot. And he doesn't see any balloons. Yeah. So he goes to the other rooms. And uh, yeah, they go, so they go around to the rest of the apartment. There's a really gross little sad, like, pantry size room that's just got a mattress on the floor that doesn't even have, like, a fitted sheet on it. It just has, like, a stained little sheet. Yeah. What are you, a freshman in college? <laughs> it looks really bad. Then they go into the nicer room, which is, you know, probably Samuel's room as opposed to Adam's and it's got a big nice bed with blanket on it and you know lamps and a TV and um, there's that balloon sound again and Sherlock goes to the window and it's broken broken window broken window like you cut your hand on it so Sherlock is like wow I'm deducing Adam has been granted his immunity deal, uh, you know, so he's back at home and he walks into his room at home and Sherlock is just there in the dark waiting for him. He's like, so Adam, you're the killer, huh? You're the guy, you're the balloon man. Uh, and Adam's like, no, wink. <laughs> but really, I mean, that's that's basically like, that's <laughs> basically the conversation. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Sherlock is like, uh, you told me that you cut your hand opening your window and the broken window was in the master bedroom also i took out my handy dandy magnifying glass and i only saw short brown hair on the pillow of the master bedroom and in the the shitty floor mattress there was stringy gray hair like samuel like sammy boys sorry sammy mans sam yeah he's a man Sammy Corpse. <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> so clearly Adam has the master bedroom because he is the master. And he overtook the balloon man when he was captured and became him. So Adam, you know, doesn't say he did it, but he also says, he kind of says he did it. Yeah. And he was saying, you know, when I was kidnapped, it was so cool seeing my parents beg for me on the news. And that's when I, you know, realized that I, that's when I realized I was a horrible monster killer kidnapper. And I got uh, I got Samuel to do my bidding. Yeah. So Sherlock is back at the brownstone with Joan, and he's like, "Fuck B to this immunity deal." Yeah, I'd really like to send this guy to jail, but I can't. Can't because anything that he did with the balloon, yeah, anything we did, he did with this guy Samuel, it doesn't. He can't be prosecuted for it. Immune. Even if he's the balloon man, and the other guy's the balloon man's assistant. Immune. Immune. It's like a polio vaccine. He's immune to that shit. <laughs> So he's annoyed. And so he's he's throwing knives at the immunity deal, which he's pinned up to the on the wall. And Joan is like, You could do squats instead. And Sherlock is like, No, I did too many. Um and I threw out my back and it hurts and now I can't do any more squats. Joan is like, You're supposed to do a hundred, not a million. <laughs> and Sherlock is like, wait a minute, my back hurt. <laughs> What's really funny is is he goes to throw another knife and, and the knife at you know, as right before he throws it is is behind 
behind his back, mm-hmm. and he just like freezes in that position. Yep. And he and he just like turns and looks at Joan and goes back pain, back pain. And at first I was like, did he just cause more back pain to himself? <laughs> <laughs> like he's frozen because he doesn't want to. Like he just he just somehow like locked his spine and he's just like too many squats. <laughs> Uh, and then he says, thank you, dear, sweet back pain, which is a hell of a fake out that I did not appreciate. Um, <laughs> I was like, affection already! But no, it was not. Now it is time for the parlor reveal. Is that what it's called? Uh, parlor room reveal. Yeah. The parlor room reveal. But it's at a park. Um, Sherlock meets Adam in the park and he's like, hey, so I know your immunity deal said you are immune from being prosecuted for any crimes you committed with Samuel Abbott. And Adam is like, yeah. I have immunity deal. <laughs> and Sherlock is like, but we looked it up and Samuel Abbott had back surgery a little bit before one of the victims was kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And he was in bed rest. He was, he was, what is it? In traction? Yeah. Do you know what that means? It means in bed rest, probably. Remember how we said you don't have to say that you know something if you don't? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know what it means either. Anyway, he was in the hospital. He was laid up in the hospital for three weeks after that surgery, completely enveloping the period of time which contained the kidnapping, Mm -hmm. which means that Samuel was not part of that at all. Adam kidnapped that kid by himself. All by himself. So you're saying that this is a crime that was not uh, in cahoots with anybody else? No, cahoots were involved, Mm. which means he can go down for it. He will get arrested for it. And Adam is like, yeah, well, I'm a kid, so it was, I'm not going to get that many years out of jail. And Sherlock is just walking away. Yeah. Because the police are here. He already called the police. As soon as he learned that Adam was in the park. The end. The end. Of the mystery. We got him. Got him. Not for as long as he should be in jail for, but. Still, he'll be in jail. Still. And then Joan and Sherlock are back in the brownstone. Time for some friendship. Well. Sure. Yeah, well, it's the end of the episode. It's the, it's the friendship time. The friendship time. You know, we're working on it. It's a friendship garden that we are nurturing and growing. It's true. That's true. Joan is going around closing all the windows, all the shutters. And Sherlock is like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm depriving you of stimulus so you go to sleep. And he's like, no, no, no. I just solved a case, which means my brain is like super good at solving cases right now. So I got to go look at all of these old cases and solve them. I bet you I... I will solve three before the end of the night. Mm -hmm. And then Joan is like, yeah, okay. And she moves his papers away from him and she goes to get him a glass of tea, a glass of tea, Mm -hmm. a mug of tea. Some sleepy time tea. Some sleepy time tea. And she goes to give it to him and he's already asleep. Mm. (laughs) Sitting on the floor in front of his chair, just. Exactly where we just saw him two seconds ago. But asleep. But asleep. Because fun fact, Sherlock is a human being and does need rest. Mm-hmm. And when deprived of it for several days in a row, he gets sleepy. Gotta love it. I like when he can't control himself from being a person. Yeah. Just a human. It's cute. That's- and and there's episode three, Child Predator. Do you get it? Because the predator was the child. Get it? I feel like it's almost like, I feel like naming it that is such a, like, kind of a giveaway because, like, you know, I mean, I guess because it's the only third, the, only the third episode, you don't know that it's, they're going to do clever titles, but, like, you wouldn't, I mean, none of the other episodes are called Murderer. Yeah, it seems, I, I don't think a lot of people would get it at first. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, it, de- it definitely, it, it seems like at first you're like, oh, that was kind of a, 
a lazy titling of the episode. Yeah. And then once you watch it, you're like, um, spoilers? <laughs> you know, you know, because it's Child Predator, my nickname was almost Baby Shark Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo. Oh, I like it. Hmm. Glad you didn't sing that, so I had that stuck in my head for the whole episode. Yeah, you're welcome. Just now, for the rest of today. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and you, Sherlock Holmes, do do Stop. do 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 do. Sherlock Holmes, do nope. do do. We're not doing. We're not. We're not doing this. Solving murder, do 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 do. Anyway, speaking of our our cover art, it's by the lovely Summer Geist. Shout out Summer and um, Noisepace.xyz is the website that we're on. That was the website you might be on right now. I'm Belf like a. I'm Alec, and, and follow us on Twitter. Al- yeah. <laughs> yes. L M N O P cast. Yes, that's our Twitter. And our Gmail, in case you want to send us. Don't email us. Well, you can email us if you have a large file to email. Um, we'll download it immediately and just watch it, no matter what it is. <laughs> if you have something that you want to say to us that is 281 characters or more. Mm-hmm. Email us. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, see you next week. Thanks. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Luke. Goodbye. Is it Darth Vader? Darth Vader? Yeah. Work on it. <laughs>